I'm Ryan. And I'm Nick. And you're listening to Going Offsides, presented by the Lacrosse Collective on the Lacrosse All-Stars Podcast Network. All right, Ryan, we're back. We, we, we did this whole thing with international programs. We, we went overseas, if you will, and now we're back. We're back to our normal content, and we're, we're just discussing interesting things in the lacrosse world. Limousine riding, jet flying, talking about international lacrosse. I'll tell you one thing. It's fun. It's awesome to see what's going on around the world. But I will tell you, it is good to be back talking lacrosse stateside. And and boy, do we have a good one for you guys today. Uh, really, really interesting interview with a really interesting person who's doing a lot of big things. We get a little in-depth with her, her coaching background and talking a little bit about uh, what she's currently doing playing-wise. But I don't want to give away too much so i'm going to throw it back to you nick what do you got for us yeah so this week we've got rachel valarelli who is currently the assistant women's coach at purchase college was a standout goalie at umass with a get this ryan these are absurd numbers pulling this straight off straight off the website had a 6.77 goals against average during college with 48 victories that's is absurd. that good? Is that good? Did I break it? Did I win? I think so. I think that's pretty is good. Is it 300 good? Yeah. That's stupid. All right. Two-time NCAA goals against average runner-up, four-time tournament, uh, four tournament appearances, and two tournament wins. Okay. So basically what I'm saying is she's a good goalie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also was on the, on the USA U19 program. So doing pretty good. The accolades speak for themselves. Currently, like I said, assistant at purchase while running her own clinic and training company and doing all of this. She's also the girls director for team 91 tri-state. Certainly someone that's busy. Ryan, I think we're both excited. Let's kick it off. Let's get straight to the interview. So, well, Rachel, thanks for coming on the show. First of all, of course, I, I heard your podcast with Hutton from pro lacrosse talk, which was great by the way. Um, but we wanted to go a different direction. You know, that, that was kind of an all encompassing of, you know, day one of lacrosse all the way to where you are now. We just want to have a conversation, you know, what's life like now for you? Well, what, what, what are you up to during quarantine? I know you're, you're building a, a thriving, you know, clinic business and, and stuff like that. So, so why don't you give us a rundown of what you've been up to just of, as of late? Yeah, sure. So uh, quarantine has been interesting. The first couple months, I was like, I don't know, for me, um, going back to what, what in God's name, when was this like started? What? Uh, March. March-ish. I yeah. had everything, everything, everything like rolling. Um, I coach at Purchase uh, College as well. Um, for the women's team, I'm going to help out with the men's stuff um, this coming year. Fingers crossed as a season, right? And uh, we had our first game. We were one and oh, like everything was great. And lessons were picking up. Kids were getting excited for youth. I was lined up to work with a bunch of different youth organizations and help out. And I'm like, yes, more lacrosse, like just lacrosse overload is what describes my life. I think in yep. any way, shape or form, my car, my house, the garage, mm-hmm. right anywhere. It's, it's literally ridiculous. And uh, everything was like lined up all ready to go. And then boom, everything stopped. Um, so that was crazy. And for the first the beginning parts of it, I was like, OK, I want to 
revamped my website. I like had all these plans in place and I'm like, wait a minute, save money. Like as, as crazy as that sounds, right? I was, I was like, okay, no, I can't, I can't go and do all these things. And I just kind of held tight and I was like, how can I, I kind of felt like I was in a little hole. Right. And I think everyone kind of felt that way. Like, what mm-hmm. am I supposed to do with myself? All these things. And, you know, I run, um, I'm the girls director for team 91 tri-state and you know so i do that i run my own business i coach at purchase college i also teach aerobic conditioning and golf there too um so as a goalie i think you know my mom gets a kick out of the fact that i'm professor valorelli that teaches running so um (laughs) she uh she thought that was pretty funny since running is not my forte and uh you know it it just kind of it all like stopped and you know from there doing all those things to come to a halt was weird um I was, you know, working on uh, playing on an NLL team, being a practice goalie, mm-hmm. having some of those conversations. Was supposed to have it like the next week, and then the NLL shut down, and I was like, "Cool, okay, so this isn't happening." Like, and uh, I was like, "All right, it might, you know, just kind of like having that kind of a feeling about it." And then stuff kind of picked up a little bit um, with things, and I was like, "Okay, hey, I can do some virtual clinics. Let's get that going." Um, and I just kept thinking about all these things. Like, you know, I was like, all right, let's do some virtual stuff. Let's have a plan in place to revamp the business. And then when it started to feel safe or like people would reach out to me, um, you know, and I didn't push anybody with lessons or stuff. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, Hey, everyone's in a different spot. Don't want to do those things. Um, you know, they were like, Hey, Rachel, you doing some lessons. I was like, absolutely. We'll wear, we'll wear, wear masks, all that kind of stuff. No problem. And we went from there. So it just kind of picked up and then, um, the rescheduling of club was crazy and everything. But after that, you know, the six reschedules of one tournament, yeah. I was like, okay, I got this. It's just, it's, I was like, what's coming today. What's the new yeah. thing today, which ones, mm. you know, what's happening here. But it, um, you know, after that, you just kind of like learn to roll with the punches yeah. and, um, but you know, being a freelancer, um, in employment and stuff is great. Um, but at the same time, like when, um, you know, as, as my mom likes to say, nothing changed with Rachel during COVID. She just was home all the time instead of, you know, home and then driving out to do lessons or driving a 91 or going here. So going uh, from practice to practice. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much like, like my life tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So, so is life somewhat back to normal now? Are you, so you're you're teaching at purchase first. I, I went to school right down the road. So are you going? Are you eating at the cobblestone for lunch? No, cobblestone's my favorite. Oh, it's awesome! Cobblestone's great. And then, because um, I went to, I finished up my college at Manhattanville, so I went to school right down the road. So, oh, nice. Went to so, and then, um, yeah. So you're right down the road. That's perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you're teaching now. Are you? Are you? Uh, is everything back to normal? Is everything kind <clears> of? <throat> it's not back to normal, but. Um, are things kind of slowly but surely getting back to normal? Are you kind of kind of doing what you're what you're normally doing and somewhat back to a to a regular schedule with practices and and trainings? Are you still do, are you doing a hybrid of like in person trainings and still doing virtual trainings? Yeah, yeah. So I have all that like that stuff up um, as options. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really cool over quarantine as I got to work with um, a goalie in England. So that was really oh, that's cool. Awesome. And so she, yeah. So she was like uh in her like I, wasn't a backyard but like a little area um like in between houses like something you know again zoom you can kind of like tell a little bit but not too mm-hmm. much and she, it's like i was trying to figure out i was like it's dark i was like where are you from she's like oh, i'm from england and she's you know accent everything i was like wait like you're talking like legit london she's like yeah five hour time difference like 
uh, I'm across the pond. And I was like, oh, that's that's so sick. Like it. So that was really awesome for me. I'm like, wow, you know, quarantine. There were a lot of I mean, look, I think there's parts of it that sucked. Right. Like we didn't get to yeah. do what we wanted to do. But I was like, I had the opportunity to work with a goalie from England, and like kids from other countries, other states, um, those kind of things on a weekly basis. I was like, that's that's really special. Um, yeah. You know, and, oh, yeah. and spent more time, you know, with my with my family, which was great. And, and the dogs, um, I'm a big dog person. So uh, spending time with them was a bonus. And they were all really happy. I was like in one place because they all freak out. They're like, that was Rachel home. Boom, boom, boom. Like, all, <laughs> well, it kind of like speaks it. to and it kind of like speaks to I think, you know, for, for you and, and I've seen other other people that kind of with the times and with everything that was going on with COVID, like it was like kind of like a, adapt, migrate or perish, right? So, um, you know, you saw some really successful people that, you know, while you weren't able to do it physically in person, the people that were kind of instead of, you know, kind of sitting and pouting and sulking like, hey, we can't do lacrosse, yada, yada, yada. You know, a lot of people kind of figured out new and unique ways to actually train and teach and do sort uh, a lot of different things. And, you know, like, uh, you know, yourself, like you think about Rick Beardsley as well, like, you know, doing a lot of the you know, uh, doing defensive clinics, goalie clinics like via Zoom and just doing all things online. And it's actually been really, really good. And it's kind of opened up a, a, a whole new world for um, coaches. I mean, now you can do remote training. Like like you said, you just trained somebody in England. I mean, how cool is that? It has me thinking like, you know, oh man, after quarantine, like maybe I want to go and take a trip out there and go and do things. So it's just like looking at it, the sky's the limit. But going back to your original question, I'm teaching aerobic conditioning online. Um, which is so, which is, (laughs) which is so interesting. And of course, so the class goes like eight 30 to 10, 10, which I'm like, okay, nobody's going to want to do a 90 minute zoom class with me. And my Mm -hmm. mom's like, where are your jean, like Jane Fonda pants? Like, are you, are you, I'm like, mom, stop. Like, I'm not like getting on the zoom and yeah. doing like step ups on blocks. Like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And, you know. uh, so she, she was a little, she was a little disappointed, but, um, you know, no, they, they like think I'm prof- professor of the year. I like bumped up the class and I was like, would anybody be opposed if we start at 9 a.m.? And they go, we love you. And I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, that's not, no, it's good. It's all good. And, you know, so the kids are happy. Some of them roll out at like, I don't think any of them will listen to this, but like they're literally uh, rolling out of their bed in their pajamas. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. now we're going to do like, you know, a wall sit. And I'm like, I see somebody in their like fuzzy bunny PJs. That's purchase in a nutshell, right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> taking shots i'm not taking Uh, shots listen man it's a great school it's a wonderful art school um man we spent a lot of time there when i was in college it's a great place it's a great area beautiful area yeah well no there's like a a different kind of kid that goes to Mm -hmm. purchase absolutely you know it's and and they're all good people like that's the the different places i've coached like d1 now doing d3 like to focus on club and my own stuff too it's um because the NCAA rules are they're so constricting. Oh my goodness! But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's you get like a different kind of kid. I really enjoy that. Absolutely. Like, and they're they're, yeah. so, they're so they're such good kids, and you know Absolutely. they want to they they want to be out there and play. I mean, we converted uh, soccer kids to play, and yep. they ended up being you know phenomenal. And a girl that played tennis and was like, "I'll try lacrosse," and they they're not forced to they're you know they're like i'm doing it for fun and i'm doing it to hang out with a bunch of people and it, you know it's it's it, they do it because they love it it's 
So exactly it's, right. It's kind of great. Exactly right. Yeah. Purchase is a great place. I mean, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's like a lot of places like, you know, it, it fits a certain, certain dynamic of person. And, um, I know the performing arts, there are phenomenal. I mean, it's a great, it's a great place. So, um, that's awesome. So, and like you said, you're, you're helping out with the women's team. Got, you know, hopefully everything goes well. You might be helping out with the men's team in the spring. If there's a season, we're all hoping that there's a season. If things stay on the path they are, I think there is going to be a season, but we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah, no, I know. It's, uh, that's a crazy thing with clinics too. It's like, I, I have so many ideas and things that I want to get going, but it's, um, God, you just, you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow half the time. I mean, mm -hmm. it looks a little bit better, but then it's, it's spiking up by me in Westchester County a little bit. And you know, it, it just, I don't know. I'm like, everyone wear a mask. It's not a political statement. I don't understand why people think it is. Like, I'm sorry if I offend you, if you think that it's a political statement, like it, it shouldn't, no, it just, just wear it. It's okay. Just fine. Exactly right. Just fine. Exactly right. It's just, it's, so, it's so let's pivot a little bit to kind of what threw you into the, you know, kind of the social media spotlight, if you will, the, your participation in box, I, I, having listened to your, your interview, you know, you, you were always in love with hockey. You're a big Henrik fan. And I know Ryan. Uh, oh, my God. I'm heartbroken. Sorry that for he, you. Um, <laughs> oh. Being an Islanders fan, he's he's very sorry for you. Um, <laughs> Listen, man, if there is one guy that fits the Rangers, okay, if there is one athlete that was made tailor-made to play in New York City, it was him. He yeah, fit the role perfect. That. Him and Sean Avery. That. Him and Sean Avery. Mm -hmm. Even though they couldn't be any further apart, but you're you're still absolutely right. Like <laughs> those guys are perfect examples. But but anyway, so you've always had that passion for for hockey and also for lacrosse. And so, you know, you took your friends for your birthday to to a box game and you fell in love. So, you know, you, you tabled that for a while while you were killing it at UMass. And, you know, you graduate and now you have this void, right, that you were talking about where you, you were like, how do I, how do, I do this? What, what do I do now that I'm not a college athlete anymore? Because so much of your identity is, is based on being that college athlete. And you talked about how putting on that UMass jersey was like the moment for you, like your most special moment. So, so walk us through a little bit how post-UMass, post post-being an incredible field goalie, you get in the box, which again, very few women have, have tried to do before. Yeah. So, uh, was coaching out in California and the assistant there, um, was like, we should order some box goalie gear and then make Rachel wear it during practice and stand in a box goal. And, you know, we had a, we had a Canadian girl on the team and, um, she was like all gun ho for it. And I was like, God, I haven't, thought about box in a while like I watched it I was always in tune with what was going on with the NLL and stuff like that but I wasn't um you know like I'm gonna go do this if you will mm -hmm. and when that happened and um I was like I absolutely suck the first time it was like the really really old gear they look like catchy yeah. shin guards yeah. and I just I was like okay why did I ever think I could excel in this position and I was like wait a minute I just thought back to when I first started playing as a field goalie, like I had that raw instinct, but if you go back and you look at pictures, I'm like, I cringe. I'm <laughs> like, Ugh, Oh God. My mom's like, this is wonderful. I'm like, no, ma, ma. Like I look terrible. Absolutely not. Like, no. And so I was like, okay, give it some time. Right. Had a couple more sessions, like felt pretty good. And you know, the, the girl on the team was like, 
you just got to wiggle, just wiggle, right? Like literally you like wiggle in there, figure it out. You'll be fine. And so fast forward, I come home and, um, in the process of moving back cross country, um, after working out in California. And I was like, hell, you know what? I I just Googled. I'm like, I want to play box. And my mom's like, Oh God, here we go. Like, here's another (laughs) thing. And I was like, no, I'm I'm like, I'm serious. It's gonna, it's fine. She's like more stuff in the garage. Where's it going to go? Like, you know, which it's still all in the garage and still needs to find a home side note. But, um, anyway, I was like, all right, I'm going to search places. And the first thing that popped up when I typed in like, you know, box lacrosse was the Boston box league. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like I'll reach out, see what's going on. And, um, reached out and Chuck Jaffe and Randy Frazier run that. And they were mm-hmm. like, they're like, uh, do you want to come? It's like the U twenties. And I'm like, Meanwhile, I'm aged out. I'm 24 at that point. And I was like, uh, you know, I'm like past that age. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just come play. We'll see if, you know, you can hack it and play on the Tuesday nights up in Boston. No problem. Just come. You'll be able to work with Jenny Capuccioni. Like, no issues. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I'm like, I can work with, huh? Who? I, I get to work with Jenny. And they're like, he's like, oh, yeah, she's going to come in. Like, you'll be able to work with her. And I looked up to her. She was in either lacrosse magazine or inside lacrosse. And I was like, that is so cool that she played field hockey, played lacrosse, like got pulled into that and then went and played box. And I was like, that's so sick. And, um, you know, and I was like, I haven't heard that name in forever. I was like, this this is so awesome. Met her. And I was literally like, boom. Okay. She's like, make sure you hydrate. You're going to drop like a fly. Like she's like, you're going to, you're going to like, you're gonna like lose it and i was like what do you mean she's like oh you'll see and i literally had like one sip of water and then i'm playing i'm like standing there like little woozy she's like i told you drink water like um it was it was nuts but um so that's kind of how it started and and chuck jaffe was like hey come uh you know come on tuesdays you're more than welcome and then i was like oh yeah cool no problem he's like how long does it take you to get here by the way and i was like uh three hours and 45 minutes he's like enjoy that every tuesday night we'll, we'll you know we'll see you so um that's kind of how it started and went from there. And I played in the, in the Boston box league, um, over the summer. Um, you know, which I mean, even with the doors open, like the air does not move in that place. No. And, oh my God. It teaches you how to hydrate. Like you, trust me, you don't, you don't think that you drink enough water until you hop in one of the, into, into all that gear and you go play in the summer. It's just, yep. it, no, no, no. I had to step outside. I was like, I'm like standing there. I'm literally can't even remember. I blacked out was making a bunch of saves and I was like, am I allowed to call timeouts in this thing? And the guys are like, I don't even think I was speaking English. They're like, Rachel, are you okay? Yeah. I was like, no. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I like trod over and the guy was like, you going to toss your cookies? And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, no, <laughs> please don't even, don't, don't say that. Don't make me think of like actual cookies right now as I'm, I literally <laughs> feel like I'm going to fall on the floor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of how it started. And then um, went from there, did that kind of stuff. And then, um, reached out, you know, I, I put my name in a couple of years ago for us men's box. And I was like, yeah, you know, we'll see. And, you know, nothing came out of it. Cause I was an unknown. Um, mm-hmm. I played maybe like one or two times, you know, and I was like, Oh, I'll just toss my name in. Why not? Like, that's kind of my, my philosophy is like, if, you know, if you don't ask, you don't try the answer's yeah, no. Exactly um, right. So I'm like, I'm like, sure. I'll, I'll, you know, put my name in and, um, you know, I was like, okay, but you know what? They're like, Oh, you didn't get enough votes. And I was like, but I didn't get none. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. So I was like, cool. So that's, it's a stepping stone and I'll go from there. And, um, that's I'm definitely awesome. giving you more information than the no, story of it though. No, but, no, yeah. no, 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 that's like what you just said right there, you know, like it is awesome. And it's like, just kind of speaks to your story a little bit. Like, you know, Hey, so I got some votes, 
so at least we, we got a place to start and we got somewhere to go with this. Like, that's awesome. I think that's amazing. Yeah. That's, speaks you to who you are as a person. Your, reaffirmed your journey that it was worth trying. Yeah. You know, if, if no, you didn't, if you didn't get any votes, then maybe, maybe you wouldn't be where you are right now. Just so just that little, those few votes maybe gave you the, the motivation that you, you needed to just keep going. Yeah, no, and I, and I thought it was cool too. I was like, okay, and my mom's like, oh god, no, 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 like we're gonna jump into the, more of this. And I was like, yeah, I can do it. And you know, it ended up me traveling like Tuesdays in the winter up to Boston. And then my mom's like, okay, Boston's far. I'd get home at like three thirty in the morning on Wednesdays, and it'll be a whole different day and all this kind of stuff. And um, and then it ended up turning into uh, you know the NLL Combine and all that kind of stuff. And then um. Fast forward, like my mom's like, yeah, I was like, mom, you think Boston's bad? I just got drafted to go play up in the arena lacrosse league. And she's like, where is that? And I'm like, Toronto, do you want to come with me? And she's like, no. Get your passport. Nine hours. (laughs) So Uh, have you, have you been playing in the ALL or is that something that's put on hold right now? Or what, what's the deal with that? For the people who have no clue what you're talking about. So it's the arena lacrosse league. Um, and so that's up in, um, up in like the Ontario, like Toronto yeah. area. Um, and so they, it's what they're trying to do with it is have it be a feeder for the NLL. So guys that are in college up there, they can play box in the winter because box up in the summer, they're senior A, senior B, senior B. C, junior A, junior, a, junior, junior B, B, you know, all that yep. kind of stuff. It, it just kind of follows hockey. Um, and U.S. field does not follow like any system whatsoever that's close to understanding that that was like a whole it was like a whole other language when i was trying to understand all that kind of stuff and um going through that but it's it's a league basically to be like a a a filter and like a you know a a funnel per se like into Mm -hmm. the nll um for players they just drafted a bunch of guys from there uh lane haruska is one of them um who is the goalie for the steelhawks the team i got Mm -hmm. drafted to um but yeah long story short for me they had uh training camps and all that kind of stuff and um i went up there and you know, showed my stuff, learned, um, you know, Canadian box, which is, you know, there's U.S. box and then there's Canadian box. And it's like it, it's it's so different. Um, I mean, the stuff I can get away with as a goalie here, like I couldn't I could. I mean, I'm five, four and three fourths of an inch. So if I sit, I can be like with my shoulders at. Make myself nice and wide. Um but in Canada, the second you step, they wait for you to step out and they know that they'll hit your shoulder as you go and step. You're making yourself smaller. So it'll yep. actually skim off your shoulder and go in. And that's that's the kind of stuff that they look for. Um, or they're like, OK, I'm going to get her to step this way. And then the entire backside's open. It's just stuff that you don't think about in field. Um, people just kind of like shoot, you know, shoot to shoot really in field. Yeah. And then you have box players and then you have Canadian box um, or people that have gone up. I don't want to say just Canadians too, but like people that have played box up in Canada. So, yep. um, yeah. So for me, I got drafted into the league, um, but it wasn't the the right time with um, with the Steelhawks or anything like that. They had a couple other really, you know, they had a couple other good goalies um, in there. So unfortunately, I didn't make the uh, like the final cut. Um, but it was still cool to be drafted and and go yep. up there and and play with the guys and stuff. And, you know, uh, the door is not closed there or, or with anything else. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I don't think my mom's so thrilled about me driving <laughs> all the way up to, uh, to Canada by myself. Um, but you know, I don't know, put on some good podcasts and you just kind of, you know, there you, you go. go. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, so what's, what's next in, in your mind? What, what would be the next steps for you? 
are you, you know, are you going to go back to playing in a, in a different league or, I mean, are these leagues even, I, I know I saw like the IBLA just had their national championships, I think last weekend. So is, is that kind of the path back for you to, to stay involved in box or do you have another idea? Um, I, I think just getting, you know, as many, seeing as many shots as you can, whether it's, um, you know, friends shooting on you and that kind of stuff. Look, obviously it's not perfect. The borders are closed. I can't get up to Canada. Right. But I played in the IBLA this summer um, and that allowed me to continue to hone my craft and play and, and get yep. better. Right. So um, in any lacrosse, just in any scenario, it's always better than nothing. So um and you know brandon shrunga who runs that he did he does a great job um you know putting that together um and you know so having that as an opportunity to to, to play um i played for the new york city spiders um this past summer so that was a it was nice. a good experience um you know playing with the guys i used to play for the cambridge nor'easters and i would do that like four plus hour drive in the summer for a game on a saturday and i'm like i'm losing my whole weekend it just ended yeah. up being too much and and I was like, oh, God. Um, so doing that and then being the director for 91, I was like, I can't play a game and then get back and do a tournament in New Jersey. I'm like, it's just not going to. A lot going on. Yeah. 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 I'm like, it's not going to work. So, um, so I, you know, I played in the IBLA um, over the summer. And I think, you know, next steps are, um, you know, continuing to get my name out there. Um, I kind of skipped over the whole NLL combine part of my story, right, to getting inv like invited to those. But um just continuing and, and like riptide tryouts too, but uh, building on the relationships um, that I've made and stuff at those combines with coaches and GMs um, looking for, you know, an opportunity, any opportunity to play um, this season in the NLL. And then if that's something that's not there, um, hopefully the borders open back up for the ALL um, yeah. and I go that route. Um, so that would be really good. Uh, and then, just kind of working my way for for summer ball, whether that's the Can-Am League um, that's in upstate yep. New York. Um, you know, it's, it pl it's played on a lot of reservations and stuff yeah. like that um, and in the surrounding areas. So trying to play um, there where I can, um, you know, uh, respectfully too um, in all those uh -huh. situations yep. um, with me getting on a team, you know, playing where I where I can play based on um, tradition and, and, and things of that nature, yep. um, you know going about it that way. And, uh, so that's an option, um, looking to play, you know, some senior B, um, or I mean, I'd, I'd be grateful for senior a too, but, um, yeah, because I'm not on an NLL team, right. All the NLL goalies really go senior a, and then senior it trickles a, down. So, run, yeah. all right. So, so speaking realistically, um, right. Right. Even though I like to have high hopes and, and dream big and all those things, um, you know, really looking for that, that, uh, like senior B opportunity, get my foot in the door, play up in Canada, which is what, um, you know, the GMs and, and coaches really want to see to get yep. that experience and see um, that success. And then I mean, you're, you're playing, there, so and you're playing so, cause you're playing some of the best, you know, I mean, you are playing the best box players in the world. I mean, that's where they go to play in the summer. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, so, uh, you know, you're, you're mentioning, obviously, you're doing the Team 91 uh, Tri-State, you're doing all that stuff. You know, one of the things that I've kind of seen pop up in the last couple of years, um, I mean, being from Long Island and everything, kind of having, um, you know, just kind of obviously with social media, you see all these things. Um, a lot of the more... Um, you know, kind of the, the proactive coaches. I mean, and I love it. I love seeing it and I, and, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it. You're seeing a lot more 
of the girls programs um, and their coaches actually looking to box lacrosse and they're actually putting their girls in box training, box tournaments. I know like um, Spelina's Yellow Jacket team, like he puts his daughter's team in like boys box tournaments and they went, they've gone and won a lot of those tournaments. So it's like, is that something that you're incorporating into or you're planning to maybe incorporate into your girls training? Um, and and wh wh where do you see that helping, you know, on the, on the girls side of the game? Absolutely. I think um, in box, just in general, right, whether it's boys or girls yeah. or anything like that, you you learn so much quicker because you yep. have to, yeah. um, you know, you're you're in that situation and you're forced and it's not a it's not a coach telling you to have better stick skills or anything mm -hmm. like that. Although, you know, they are a little bit, but the box kind of does it for you in that yeah. way. Right. You, you get your you, you get in the box, you get there early. Um, right. You're banging the ball up against the boards and you're going. And if you, you can't catch and throw, you have to figure it out fast. Yeah. Right. And, and it's got that very quick, um, you know, that, that quick pace, that quick style, which obviously I love, um, and that, that hockey aspect of it. Um, mm -hmm. and then, you know, playing box and then playing field is like, it's like a snooze fest, yeah. even though it's not field is fast and it's great and it's wonderful in its own, its own element over our, you know, looking at it overall and all across too, but then you just play box and so like, there's just like something different about it. But, um, yeah, I, I think especially for, for girls, right. The game is so fast with, you know, mm -hmm. shot clock, you have all these things. Um, it, it just, it makes you better. It makes you a little bit, um, what I like is, is like the create, the creativity aspect yep. of it. Um, you, you also learn too. um, I, I think after going to like all the combines and stuff, I guess I'll, like I'll share a little personal stuff too. At the combines, we ended up watching some film at the, um, at like the, the NLL, like the U S elite combine that they ran yep. at the Philly wings training center. And they put up NLL games and they were saying, okay, this is how you play um, defense in box. And I was watching it. And a lot of the guys were like, they had a lot of questions or they're like, Hey, why are we sliding this way? Why can't we, you know, do rap chat like all these things that they're like but this is how i play field and i was like fellas welcome to women's lacrosse mm -hmm. and they just look at me and the coaches start to laugh and they go you're not wrong and i was like yeah. you know i know i mean it's, it's it's literally it's girls across so like i feel too even playing box i almost have that advantage i don't i don't know if people would even say as a goalie like that that a, a woman would have an advantage playing a men's sport but in men's everything is from far away you're you know yes you want those shots in the five and five all these things but yeah. in girls you're always in tight and so oh, for absolutely. me i'm like okay well it's easy for, it's i'm like all right it's different but it's easy for me to read and throw my arm up and make that save um where you know you have some field goalies that go and they play box because they, they enjoy it and they're like oh this is fun it's another thing to do like you know and they're passionate about it but um yeah. You know, they're like, oh, that's awesome. I get to play and, you know, be with the buddies and that kind of stuff, like be with the boys. Um, but then they, it, it's interesting, like they'll, they'll be real, like do really well on those, those shots, like from far out and then up tight, like up in tight and in close. They're like, what do I do? Yeah, it's um, tough. Yeah, you know, they, don't and, know how, they don't know how yeah. to play their angles. They don't know how to do anything. And it's, it's so crazy that you bring that up because it makes so much sense. It really does because everything inside of the women's game, I mean, it's, you're within seven to 10 yards. And I mean, as you get closer to the cage, you know, your save percentage goes down, but as you get further and further away from the cage, obviously it goes up. So, and I mean, looking at box, most of those shots are coming from the outside. So yeah, I mean, absolutely. You're, you, you have, you know, it, it makes so much sense what you're saying right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, it's something too. going back to like your original question of, um, of, of implementing that training. I do a lot of that kind of stuff, whether the girls know it or not. Yeah. Um, 
you know, because sometimes I don't want to, like, I don't want to say confuse. Um, but, you know, I, I do try to have like a separation of, hey, this is box, this is field. Yep. Hey, here's concepts that kind of merge together because, you know, there'll be times where, you know, on defense, I, at one point, I literally, the practice the other day, I had to ask one of the other coaches, I was like, hey, we can't set picks, like picks on, on the back, right? Like, or, you know, we can't set picks here. And they're like, yeah, Rachel, no, 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 you're talking men's. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm like, Whew, we're good. Um, right. And I had my little, like, um, playing a men's sport moment and I was like, okay, we're good. We're all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And some of the guys on staff that we have, like they were, they were laughing they're like, oh, Rachel, you got this. It's like, it's okay. And I was like, all right, we're good. We're good. But, um, you know, there's a lot of the stick work stuff, the shooting elements of it. Um, yep. You know, I'm a huge fan and component of all that stick work. And I just think, you know, any opportunity that people have to get better. And I forget what podcast it was, but somebody was talking about that box is almost like a whole different sport. Like he was talking mm -hmm. about his kid um, playing box and field. And they're like, oh, he plays lacrosse year round. Right. And um, and he's like, no, it's two, it's two separate sports. You got to consider box and you got to consider field two separate things yeah. because it's two separate movements. And I was like, okay, no, that does make sense. Um, you know, so there's some things that, that translate in, um, you know, it can translate over stick work wise and, and things like that. Um, but I love, you know, playing box in a box. It's so hard to emulate box on a field with little yeah. nets. And, and maybe that's me being like, I guess I'll say a little spoiled. Right. Cause I'm like, oh man, it's not box, but it is, but it isn't, um, kind of a thing. So, uh, that's, I don't know. That's kind of my two cents on it, but yeah, we, it. we implement it. Um, you know, share that kind of stuff too. And, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So let's, let's pivot again and, and kind of end this on a fun note. So I'm just going to, we're going to fire off some questions at you and, you know, I can edit out any, uh, long pauses if you need to, uh, <laughs> if you need to think about it to make it quicker. But, uh, so what was your first, first goalie stick? Oh goodness. Um, it was when I was at Holy child and they gave me one with, uh, I, I it might've been De Beer or gate. Um, this is really, really, really <laughs> like, um, and it was, wait, it had leathers. Oh, the inside. Man. Okay. Oh, man. Yep. So I assume and that you I, upgraded to what, like an eclipse or something like that after that, or what was, what was so, the one that so you that, actually so then my first stick. So then I had, what did I have after that? I did have, um, it was like the gate, it was one of the gate ones. It was a Sentinel, um, okay. had that died. And then, yeah. And then we had that for USU 19 too. They gave us, cause that was back in 2010, 2011. So they had like gate and De beer, um, yep. sponsoring like for sticks and, th and things like that. Um, oh goodness. But yeah, now I use drinking. So. Okay. Okay. Very cool. All right. Very cool. All right. What's the, what's the must stop place? You know, as you're, you, you said, you've done a lot of driving up and down the East coast, you know, you're in the Philly area as well. What's the, what's the place you got to stop for food? Like what's the one spot that you can't go without? Ooh, depends on the area. Um, mm -hmm. but I'll have to say when I coached at Villanova, I lived right across the street from hope's cookies so that was really good this is it's like a multiple part answer here galifties was across the street which was really good i don't eat meat anymore but it had oh my god um i can still taste the burgers like 
amazing burgers, <laughs> like secret sauce. Like it yeah. was, it was this, it was the place. Like we'd go after we'd get out of work at like five, five thirty, and all the assistant coaches, like we'd all go over there and hang out. So, um, and then the kids started like hanging out there and I was like, this is the coach's spot. Like, um, but yeah, th that's like the Philly area. Um, it's pretty good. I'm trying to think of the place up in Canada that I'd get food. The Canadians would probably laugh because they probably consider it like an olive garden for us, but it's really good. Um, and then it's uh, like a Wawa. <laughs> no, I'm serious though. I'm like, oh man, no, this place is. It. I'm like, oh man. Well, I'll be honest. Okay? I'd kill for a Wawa right now. If I'm if I'm coaching, doing a tournament, whatever. It's a Wawa. And I need some food, and I'm on the road, like. It's, you hit up the Wawa. Yeah, oh my absolutely. god! I I yeah. would I would cut um, my arm off for a Wawa pretzel right now. I'm from the Midwest. I don't even know what you're going on. <laughs> exactly right. right. The mac and cheese is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Wawa just okay. the touch screen. You get the touch screen. I do have one question. Okay, it's a Saturday. Big win over on Garber Field for the men and women at UMass. Where are we going Saturday night? Oh. Oh, uh, probably the hangar. Okay. That, I don't, yeah. The hangar was good. Where, where else? I liked, uh, pasta e basta was like my Italian place before games. I'd have okay. to have chicken parm again. Now I don't eat meat. So it's like really weird. Um, but yeah, yeah it was like chicken parm. That was a spot. But... Um, <laughs> I, I know. Right. So now, now I'm like tofu nuggets and things like that. Um, I eat healthy, I promise. But what I'm Good like, for you. comfort food, I'm like tofu nuggies. Um, but yeah, the, uh, oh God, the, the pizza place. I'm literally everybody in Amherst is going to be like, Actually, can't remember the pizza place. Antonio's. It's open till uh, two. Cheese slices till two on uh, Fridays and Saturdays. So oh, everybody man. can go. Two, man. I'm huh, two. That's crazy. That's awesome. All right. Not... I'll give you a couple more. I'll give you a couple more non-food related ones. All right. So you are barely a 90s child, right. right? Like a late 90s child. So let's see here. Cartoon Network uh, or Disney 93. Channel? 93. All right. So they're not that bad. But Cartoon Ooh. Network or Disney Channel? Cartoon Network when I was younger, Disney Channel as I got older, like di like the like the good early 2000s Disney's movies mm -hmm. that they don't make anymore. Like the really corny ones now, like you go back and you watch them on Disney Plus, you're like, what the hell I watched this? Like Johnny Tsunami, like all that random stuff. But um, I'll go with I'll go with like that to so both. But all right. Yeah, no, I remember Disney Plus came out but... and I binge watched Steven Stevens for for a solid week. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Yeah, it's because Shia LaBeouf <laughs> is a national treasure. Yeah, Shia was on it, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think Ren Stevens was my first real crush. <laughs> I had to look her up on IMDb, and I don't think she even like exists anymore. Like she's just like a mom somewhere, and that's really disappointing to me. But it, it checks out. <laughs> All right, and then last one. All right, last one. Uh, fa favorite cartoon. favorite cartoon i don't know i liked rocky and bowwinkle when i was younger i'm trying to think of what else um, i just talked about rocky and bowwinkle uh, in class and nobody had any idea what yeah. i was talking about i respect it well i any anytime somebody doesn't get something and i say bueller they like they're like who's bueller there's no one signed up with the last name bueller and i was like i quit i just quit, I quit. Uh, I quit. yeah i quit that's, that's about it that's about right that and scooby-doo so i'd say like scooby-doo like saturday morning All cartoons right. 
Yeah. Scooby and Scrappy. I'll say there, there are a lot of good yeah. cartoons, but as far as like a timeless, like turn it on forever, Scooby Doo might win. Even Scra- I mean, I Scooby got- when they bring in Scrappy Doo too. I'll give I'll give some of the kids credit though. I, I was coaching some college kids recently, and they made a, a rocket power reference, and I I couldn't have been more proud that no, these twenty year olds knew see, what rocket watched, power but was. See, but see, I watched a lot of that too. I don't know. That's ah, that was a good show. That was that was the golden age. Uh, yeah, recess, yep. rocket power, yep. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yep, Re- oh, recess man. was was like. My grandma used to like sit me in front of the TV. I'd come home from school. She'd make me a grilled cheese and then recess would be on. And I'm like, just sitting there, boom, eating the grilled cheese. Happy, happy as a clam. Like, yeah, that's life. I, that's life. And it's fun. I was 29 and I, re- I rewatched the recess movie because I was like, man, this is, st- this is actually terrible, but I missed it. Like I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Rachel, it's been really nice chatting with you and, and seeing what you've been up to recently and how you've kind of made the best out of out of this whole pandemic situation. And you know, we look we look we really look forward to uh, keeping track of your box career as it as it really starts to flourish. And, and we hope the best for you. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, we we get you back on soon so we can talk more once this whole thing levels out and and and, and you're and you're back playing. Okay. I know it's uh the weird in between. I know it's, it, it's odd, but uh, we're getting yeah, through just, it. You know, I know plug plugging away with the business RV lacrosse. I feel like That's I gotta it. plug it in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, right. so, uh, yeah, yeah, we gotta plug it, and I will be sure to add your socials to to the post and into the description and and direct everyone your way. Uh, I have a feeling you're going to be getting a lot more goalie lessons from a lot more places than just uh, England. We just did a whole. <laughs> series of of european countries uh, and how they're flourishing and and i'm sure we're going to get you some more customers overseas as well yeah no that would be awesome yeah all right well thanks so much for your time and we look forward to talking to you again in the future yeah thanks right, so much thanks, guys have a good one all right you too bye all right, welcome back, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. I know we had a, a, a heck of a time interviewing Rachel, talking about her her current situation and her successes as a player and now a coach and what she's hoping to do. Um, but make sure that you stay tuned for the next episode where we dive into, uh, well, 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 the big C. All right, we're going to be talking about COVID and its effect on though the world of college lacrosse whether it be recruiting or fall ball and we kind of have some some thoughts on that subject and how it may impact the spring so i hope you all have a great rest of your week and we look forward to having you back on